Welcome to The Thing About Health Coaching, the podcast from Your Coach Health, where we discuss advancements in health and wellness coaching, trends to watch, and the growing body of research. This episode was generated from conversations that occurred at our Global Health and Wellbeing Coaching Symposium in November of 2022, with a focus on demystifying health coaching in digital health, healthcare, and beyond. Please note that the industry is rapidly changing, so some of the information discussed may be outdated. For the latest news in health coaching, be sure to follow along with us and check out our latest health coaching report at yourcoach.health. We enjoy bringing you each and every episode, and it would mean a lot if you could rate this podcast in your favorite player. And of course, hit that bell to be notified of future episodes. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for our third annual Global Health and Wellbeing Coaching Symposium here at Your Coach. Today's session is Demystifying Health Coaching and Digital Health Opportunities for Health Coaches. My name is Nicole Zulas. I am the PR and Marketing Manager here at Your Coach, and I am thrilled to be joined by three incredible thought leaders from within the digital health industry, Rachel Levitt, Carrie Sears, and Molly Ziegler. Um, I actually had the pleasure of speaking with Rachel um, of Fulfill and Carrie at, at Neura Health earlier this year for our Demystifying Digital Health interview series, um, and I'm really excited to have Molly here from Jasper Health. Um, and Molly, I have my eye on you for our next interview series. So sure. watch out. Sounds good. <laughs> well, thank you all again for joining us. Um, I think the best way to start the session is just to have you all introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about who you are, your role, your organization, and how health coaching fits in. Um, so Molly, if you could kick us off, that'd be great. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm so glad to be here. My name is Molly Ziegler, um, and I'm the head of clinical at Jasper Health, um, which is a digital cancer care companion that supports cancer patients and their caregivers. Um, and our app does a wide variety of things, but um, it allows members to track appointments, medications, symptoms, moods, um, biometrics. You can connect to biometric um, wearable devices, connect all that data into our app. Um, and then we also have a fabulous team of health coaches um, that provide supplementary support in a wide variety of areas. So we focus mainly on nutrition, um, mental health, physical wellness, things like that, all those very important things in that experience. Um, and on a personal note, before working at Jasper, I um, was a bedside nurse at Memorial Sloan Kettering for many years. So um, I have a very... Uh, intimate and uh, strong understanding of that of that population and sort of where the big gaps are, where the needs are. Um, and, you know, really, that's what drove me to take this position at Jasper, um, that 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 drive and that mission of Jasper to sort of fill all those gaps in. So amazing. I actually interned at Memorial Sloan Kettering way back oh, when. Way. So we have that in common, but nice. really, really great to have you here. And thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Um, Carrie, we'll go to you next. Hi, I, I'm very excited to be here. This is great. Thanks for having me. I, I'm Carrie Sears and I'm head of care coaching at Neuro Health. We are a digital neurology clinic. And about a year ago, we 
introduced our first program along with the digital app focusing on headache and migraine. So patients are able to get appointments by telehealth with a board certified neurologist who's a headache specialist. And you know, normally wait time can be months to get in to see someone. They can see someone very quickly through our app. We also, they have access to a digital app. They're able to track their headaches and get insights on their triggers along with um, educational curriculum in the app. They also have access to a care concierge to help with anything with insurance, prior authorizations, referrals. This can be very stressful for someone with a chronic illness to have to deal with all that. So it takes that pressure away. And then of course they get care coaching. And for us, care coaching is really a health and wellness coach who is integrated within a medical practice. So our coaches are really an integral part of the care team. We really believe in this holistic, comprehensive care approach. So care coaches meet regularly with patients via telehealth and really just help them with all components of the program, understanding their triggers, helping to alleviate the triggers, any sustainable lifestyle practice to help them mitigate their symptoms, move forward on their health goals. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing and excited to hear more. Rachel, on to you. Thank you so much. Again, everyone has expressed it, but it's fabulous to be here and very grateful. Um, I'm Rachel Levitt. I am the Director of Coaching for Fulfill. We are a metabolic health program, um, digital app provided primarily B to B to C. So we are targeting the employer population to then avail this program to their employees. Um, we have had a great time um, in a, our proof of concept and really rising through there and understanding what the population specifically employers want for their employees. And also more importantly, sorry, employers, what the participants, what the clients want for themselves, right? It, the world has changed. We want to be accessible and portable and really meet them where they're at. So we've designed our app to be just those things, encouraging, accessing coaching is 100% the focus, and it is a coaching-led company and product. So coaching is everything that you get, including all of the fun digital tools surrounding that, but that is really the heart of the company. So while we say metabolic health is the, I'd say maybe the entryway, because that seems to be most enticing to the consumer, we know that once they're in the door, they are availed to everything else that health coaching provides to them. So we, we do whole health, whole person health, the entire wellness wheel. And really our goal is not only to move their biometric statistics in a more positive direction, but also to have them recognize the self-efficacy and confidence and quality of life that they can regain themselves. So that's about fulfill about me i fell into health coaching in 2015 and i never looked back i was very grateful to be part of a then startup um, that grew and was acquired several times over and i thought this is exactly where the intersection of my desire to do good and help people and populations combines with my love of technology and gadgets so I love that. 
Thank you so much, Rachel. I feel very similarly about health coaching. Definitely haven't looked back. So thank you all for sharing. That is amazing. And I'm excited to dig in and learn a, a bit more and share with everyone today. So diving into our first question, um, and we'll start with you, Carrie. Why did NeuraHealth decide to incorporate health coaching? So we're, we're dealing with patients with chronic conditions and, you know, starting with, um, headache and migraine. And, you know, I, being a chronic illness patient can be a very lonely journey. And often you can really only see your physician, maybe at best quarterly. So patients with chronic conditions are living with this 24 seven day in and day out. So they, they really need more support than just seeing their doctor a few times a year. And oftentimes patients can feel very disempowered you know, patiently waiting for their doctor. And so working with a coach gives them that extra support that they need day in and day out between doctor's appointments, but then also empowers them to really work on the aspects of their chronic condition that are within their control. And we really, really believe in this comprehensive team-based approach to care, really holistic care, you know, working on mind, body, and, you know, all the factors, both from a medication standpoint and a lifestyle standpoint, really seems to give the best outcomes. I love that. Here at Your Coach, we say health coaches focus on what goes on beyond the doctor's office. So what you mentioned really resonate, re resonated with me. So thank you so much for that answer. Um, and Molly, similarly, um, why did your company decide to incorporate health coaching? And also, how do those health coaches work with the clinical part of the team? So before Jasper was even created, um, we interviewed 2,000 cancer patients um, to better understand the needs of, of those patients, um, where the gaps were in the current care that they receive. And we really found that psychosocial support and coaching were the areas where there was the most demand. Um, in traditional cancer care, um, uh, patients have this sort of influx of resources and information and the hospital can be really overwhelming. And then they go home and they feel unsupported, confused, alone. And our goal with coaching is to really provide that holistic, continuous support um, for them and their loved ones. Um, and also traditional cancer care really doesn't put a strong emphasis on um, cancer disparities. So, you know, nutrition, physical wellness, financial toxicity, financial burden. Um, but those areas are really big barriers to care for a lot of patients and a huge part of their experience with cancer. Um, so that was really, you know, adding coaching into our, into our model was sort of a no brainer for, to, to create a solution for those problems. Um, and, in terms of working with our clinical team, you know, we have um, a few different partners that we work with. Um, some are health systems, some are specialty pharma, um, and sort of the care coaches, um, how they work with the clinical team is a little bit different depending on the partnership and that specific population. But um, in general, we are, you know, we're not focused on the illness. We're sort of trying to um, augment the clinical team's care. So not replacing that clinical care by any means, but adding an extra layer of support and care. Um, you know, if you go back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, psychosocial needs are, you know, 
very important, but they can't be fulfilled if the body is not taken care of. Right. So, um, our coaches try to sort of just augment what the clinical team is, is providing. If we get any questions about, um, you know, medications, symptom management that needs, um, more support beyond holistic care treatment plans, all those issues are escalated to the clinical team because that's not in our scope. Right. So we want to make sure that the clinical team is doing, is doing their job and really focusing on their specialty area. And we're doing the same in our scope and our specialty area. That makes sense. And my mother is actually a breast cancer survivor. We call it a breast cancer superhero here. At yes. York. And I always say, I think the one thing, I mean, she had a wonderful clinical care team at Memorial Sloan Kettering also, oh, but I think the one thing that really would have changed her experience for the better is having that health coach, having that person who was really on her side in between the doctor's visits and could kind of act as that liaison. So that's Definitely. hugely powerful and great work you guys are doing. Um, switching gears a little bit, Rachel, what does the day in a, in the life of a health coach look like for a health coach that works with the Phil? Yeah, it's a great question. And I'm sure lots of people are curious. So slightly different than being a coachpreneur. Um, it is slightly more structured. We do have shifts um, based upon, you know, coverage because we do, we are whole coast for the United States. And as we add more company clients, right, we adjust accordingly to meet their needs of where their populations are and when they would most like to meet. So um, we have a bit of structure, but we also structure in a lot of time together. So there are group coaching sessions are the primary delivery format for coaching at Fulfill. And again, to go back to Molly's uh, again, the social psychosocial support, that is where we start that and kick that off because we know after people become more comfortable in that setting, it's really their peers that are going to offer the best suggestions and advice and brave souls who are willing to recount their struggles or realizations are really going to be, make the most impact. So that is the their primary role of facilitating group coaching sessions. They also do have one-on-ones with individuals who are at a greater need for intervention. Um, and then they have messaging both one-to-one in kind of an SMS-based format within the app. And there is what we call a success team, which is an asynchronous chat group, again, to foster and bolster that community connection of people really being there to learn and support each with from each other. So besides their actual duties, there is also time for coaching feedback sessions, right? Coaches are in this amazing space of wanting feedback on a continuous basis. And that's how we grow and how we learn. And what an amazing group of humans to be so receptive to that feedback and growth. So there's definitely dedicated time together to review our recorded sessions and provide insight from everyone. This is like your peer coach and all the way up through myself. Um, and also recognizing that our members are providing us feedback and, and incorporating that all into what can we learn, what could have been done maybe differently there that could have evoked a different thought or response from that particular person we were interacting with. We also have downtime and actual focused opportunities to self-care and we kind of make it into 
a fun game of we'll create challenges for the month of we're focusing on maybe journaling one month or movement another month. So it's vitally important for anyone in a care team to also incorporate self-care and why not incorporate it into your work day? So that's a little bit of the day in the life. Of course, there's the note taking and administrative tasks, but that's not the fun part you want to hear about. <laughs> well, that's super powerful. I think that model for feedback and incorporating self-care, those are such progressive work-life models that I think, I mean, I I think they're so important and I wish more organizations incorporated that in their day-to-day. -day. Um, Carrie, I saw you nodding along. So wondering if there were synergies there and what a day in the life of a health coach looks like at NeuraHealth. Yeah, I, I really resonated, Rachel, with what you're talking about with both the self-care and the importance of that and also the constant feedback and the team-based feedback. It's it's critical, I think. One of, one of the components that's really important in Neuro is like constantly honing our coaching skills and having a growth mindset and getting better and better. So, you know, we all help each other keep, you know, sharpening our saw, so to speak. So it's that constant feedback loop, um, going over coaching sessions, role playing, talking things through, having clinical case discussions, difficult case discussions. So just really creating a supportive culture. I mean, this is very rewarding work, but it it can also be very emotional work. You know, you're dealing with difficult situations and patients that are often in a lot of distress. So having time to de-stress and really get support from your team, your peers, and you know your supervisor and the wider clinical team. I mean, we meet a lot with the whole clinical team to discuss cases. So that can include the physician, the physician assistant, the care concierge. And so to really take this team-based holistic approach to talk through different patient cases, but we're also in constant communication with the medical team about different patients. Oftentimes, you know, since the care coach is seeing the patient more often than anyone else, they can often catch things that need to be escalated to the provider. So really this is where more proactive rather than reactive care comes in. A care coach can you know, reach out to the doctor and say, you know, I'm not sure what's going on, but this seemed like a change with the patient. And you know, I'm not sure, like, can we discuss this? And then the doctor will say, oh, we really need to make a medication change. Or I really need to meet with this patient. And they're thrilled that we're able to catch those types of things. But I mean, I think, primarily a care coach's day, I mean, so all of this is definitely integrated within the whole day, but I, I think the primary part of their day is meeting one-on-one -on -one with patients you know, via telehealth. So prior to the appointment, we're doing a little bit of prep work, looking over their charts, seeing if there were any changes, documentation from the other people on the care team. And then also any, any insights from our headache tracker patients are often trying to figure out their triggers in like a holistic way. So really like combing through that data and seeing if there's any insights. And then also looking through, we can see where they're working on their care plan, the educational curriculum on the app. So, you know, if someone's like really focused on one area or 
seems to be avoiding it completely. We're not forcing them, you know, or coercing them to work on their care plan, but we just kind of note it. And sometimes we can ask them questions. What do you like or dislike about your care plan? How are things going? But then it's really, uh, the appointments are really driven by the patient. It's a lot of active listening, understanding where they're at and sort of, you know, the coaching dance with them and helping move them forward. So I would say that is really how the day is mostly structured, but we definitely have like a lot of team-based support, team-based discussions, and um, also very focused on self-care and taking care of ourselves and each other. I love that. And you mentioned something really interesting. You mentioned a few interesting things, but what I thought was interesting is that sometimes the care coaches escalate things to the clinical teams that wouldn't have otherwise gotten caught. So when it comes to outcomes, what impact are you seeing from coaching on the patient or the consumer experience? There is a huge documented improvement in both uh, patient satisfaction and also patient retention. People stay around longer if they're working with a care coach. You know, not all, when people come in and they're at health, they're not assigned a care coach but they're asked if they want a care coach or if they want more information about care coaching. So it's an opt-in um, service. It's included in their membership. And sometimes a lot of people will take it right away. Other people, things change down the line and they want to work with a care coach. But people who are working with a care coach definitely in general have higher levels of satisfaction a higher net promoter scores, they would be more likely to refer our service to other people. And they also have higher levels of retention. They also work on their care plan more. We can see that they're you know, going in the app and doing more activities, which obviously helps with their overall progress. So, I mean, the impact is very, very real, very documented and evidence-based. The Thing About Health Coaching is brought to you by Your Coach Health, the only operating system for behavior change powered by health coaches. We help a growing roster of industry partners stand up or augment their health coaching operations with the largest supply of validated health coaches and proprietary technology for seamless integration. We are the premier virtual home for health and wellness coaching, an ecosystem built to empower health coaches while expanding access to their services through our industry partnerships. To find out more, head over to yourcoach.health or yourcoachhealth on all the socials. Join us on the health coaching revolution as we strive to deliver the power of health coaching to the eight and a half billion global population by 2030. Thank you so much. That's truly confirming and affirming to hear. Um, Molly, same question. What impact are you seeing of coaching on the, on the patient experience? Um, Carrie, I, I would echo a lot of what you just said. We see higher retention in our app. We see higher satisfaction rates. We see higher NPS scores for those members that are engaging with a coach regularly. Um, and in general, you know, we get a ton of feedback from our members. Um, we continue to hear that members just feel more supported. They feel more whole. They feel more empowered, less alone, less fear of the unknown. Um, we have had many members um, prior to coaching who's ex who've expressed sort of their desire to just like give up. Many members are qu quite far along in their cancer journey and just feel like 
burned out and tired and don't want treatment anymore and don't want to keep going and keep fighting. Um, and with our support and our guidance, we've helped them through that journey, just giving them a hand to hold, giving them that extra layer of support, um, helping them make better decisions and ultimately leading to, to better outcomes and better quality of life. Um, so all really, really positive stuff. And it's those stories from our patients and that feedback from our patients that keeps us driving towards this like greater goal of our, of our company, um, and keeps us, you know, actively finding new resources for our patients, find, you know, developing new materials, new action plans. Um, and like you're saying, Carrie, um, and Rachel, I think earlier working on sort of feedback sessions with recorded sessions with our members, doing mock, mock patients, doing case studies to sort of sharpen our skills even more. Um, but yeah, getting that feedback directly from the patients is so, so motivating to us and so important to us and our mission. Us too. Yeah. It's why we do what we do. Go yeah. ahead, Carrie. You're gonna no, I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt. I just really want to just briefly, briefly echo what Molly said. I mean, the anecdotal stories beyond just the metrics that I mentioned are actually more powerful. Really, we hear from patients all the time just how impactful coaching is to their life. And so, I mean, thanks for bringing that up, Molly. That yeah. truly is uh, much richer data, actually. <laughs> we are here. <laughs> <laughs> agreement across the board. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for making that point. Um, we do have a lot of health coaches on the call with us today in this session. And I'm sure what's hot on their minds is, um, you know, how can a health coach thrive in a digital health company? So Rachel, if you could kick us off with that question. Thank you. What a great question. Oh gosh. Well, um, Showing up as your authentic self, really, I think finding the place where you fit is paramount there. Um, and then surrounding yourself with other like-minded individuals. If you find a mission-led company that has a purpose and a calling, you will be invigorated at work and find right a company that is going to support you as a person showing up as well as you as an employee. And right, we were talking with Carrie and Molly, but we all talked about how we also recognize that when you show up, you're not right. You're also showing up and doing other things to grow your skills and learn more about the coaching craft. Um, so that is one of the things, right? Like be, be choosy, I would say, and find out what truly resonates with you because then you'll you'll show up and you'll be excited and invigorated to be there. Um, kind of right secondarily and tertiary would be this, this box that I've lived in for the past seven years. Some people are fearful of it. I'd say embrace it. Their technology is ever evolving, but you can't break it. I've, I've encountered so many people who have come from maybe an in-person practice previously, and this thing is intimidating. I'd say nothing, it's, we all started somewhere. We all started clicking on a thing and growing and learning from there. I think that's another thing about this space. Everyone is willing to help you grow your skills, whether they be coaching or otherwise. And again, really, you can't break it. So play around, be brave, be courageous. And if something is maybe indicating that you would like to bolster that you haven't done before, 
raise your hand with your peer group at work and see if someone maybe has that skill set that you could ask for advice or learn from. Or there's, oh my gosh, so many courses out there now where you could do some self-learning. So be brave and show up as yourself and play with technology. Powerful, powerful advice. Um, Molly, anything to add there about how to succeed as a health coach in Jasper Health? I would really t- absolutely agree with everything you just said, Rachel. I think I think finding your passion in this space is so important. And, um, you know, finding that topic that you're so, so passionate about or finding the, the population that you're really passionate about working with um, and letting that passion and that drive shine through. I think, like you're saying, Rachel, this can be sort of intimidating and it's not like you're sitting with someone and able to connect on that personal level and you can sort of like miss that human connection. And I think being open and being vulnerable and really finding what you love is so important. And I think, especially with coaching for a a client to say like, I need a health coach. That is this like vulnerability and showing that you need help. And that's really hard to do. And I think on the other side, if the person receiving that is like just as open and passionate and understanding and, and showing that they really care too, it just like creates this strong relationship from the jump. And I think that is such an important part of coaching is like just creating that human connection and and really showing who you are. Um, And the technology can absolutely be a little intimidating and a little scary. Um, Before I worked at Jasper, I was a bedside nurse. So this is, you know, for me, this was a whole new world and it was really intimidating. But know that those are all like learnable skills that you will figure out. And it might take a little time and there will be some bumps in the road, but you'll figure it out. Everything is like learnable, you know, as long as you have that passion and that drive, you know, those are the things that are like really core parts of coaching. And as long as you have that, everything else you can pick up and you can learn. I love that. And kind of digging into that a little bit. And I would love if everyone could eventually weigh in on this question, because I think it's so important for the health coaches on our line. But Molly, what are you looking for from coaches um, that you work with or are contracting? Um, I really think that you know, we've recently hired a few new coaches. And when I think back to like, what about them was like, we need this person. It was the passion and it was the drive and that, um, like empathetic ear and, and feeling that like warmth through the screen, you know, that, that really shows who you are. And I think, um, if you can feel that way, like on an interview and the person you're talking to, like can feel that come through, you're going to be really successful with your clients. Um, and, you know, for us, like having oncology experience is really important. You know, that foundation of knowledge is so important for this population, but really having that passion, having that warmth is so, so important. And it, you know, that's a, that's a innate skill within you. And, um, I think that's just such a like key part, a critical part of coaching. Um, and, you know, being able to collaborate and work with a team, I think, especially with cancer, that's such a complicated um, specialty. You have to really be willing to work with a team well. You have to um, be open and vulnerable and a good communicator and um, just be really excited and passionate about working with a team 
all the while knowing that your end goal is like making a better experience and a better day-to-day for your client. Um, I think those are really the most important things for us. That's great. And how important would you say is our certifications as compared to years of experience? Would you say they're equally weighted? Um, I think that they're both really important. Um, but we feel like the experience, um, is like, you know, years and years of this foundational knowledge and the certification is something that we can, you know, help you work towards. So they are both really important. Um, they are both really important, I would say. Yeah. Awesome. Totally makes sense. And Carrie, same question. What are you looking for from coaches at NeuroHealth? I, I, first of all, just want to say yes, yes, yes to everything you just said, Molly. I, I mean, really, so, I mean, people have to have like a baseline of coaching knowledge. And I think board certification is sort of a wonderful baseline, right? You kind of know that they have this background and baseline skills. But beyond that, in the end, I think what we're truly looking for is this spark, this passion. I want to work with this population. Like I really want to, there's a reason that I want to help people with chronic illness. And I'm willing to work with this diverse team of professionals and collaborate and communicate. And I really want to be part of this team to help this population. So really that passion shines through when you're interviewing people. And then also just like this, this real empathy that I think can't be taught. Like you can really feel it that they just have like this real like caring and empathy for people, uh, both the patients and like their teammates, right? That they're just like a genuine caring person. And you know, that you really feel like this authenticity that Rachel was speaking about in the earlier questions. So, I mean, I well, I think that this baseline of maybe like what you would call like hard skills, like the coaching skills, I think that's critical, but really in the end, it's like who the person is. And I think that's something that really can't be taught that they're just showing up and being authentic and empathetic. I think in the end, that's what I'm really looking for. Thank you so much. And Rachel, anything to add from the perspective of fulfill? Goodness gracious. Well, Molly and Gary have said it beautifully. So possible ads. Um, I would say the only additional things that I look for specifically are ensuring that the person is aware that this is going to be member-led. While we all show up with our own breadth of knowledge and experiences, we want to make sure that people are very aware that the member is on the driver's seat, right? Whatever their experience are, whatever they want to experiment with, they're the ones that are going to determine that and the coach is going to support. Well, I think, right, sometimes there's a bit of still misnomer on what a coach is, even from those applying to be coaches. It is truly all about the person we have the honor of partnering with and walking that journey together. So that is something I actually throw into my interview questioning on, right? Tell me how you would go about partnering with this person. Um, and then their responses really tell me a lot about how they view themselves in that partnership, as well as all of the things that Molly and Carrie indicated that, right? The authenticity, the, the empathy, the warmth, the collaboration. And really, I know a lot of people, right, you may see things where, oh, don't put passion on your resume or don't talk about something being 
a passion of yours because passion can fade. I think in coaching specifically, it's the polar opposite. You have to care deeply about the mission that you're performing because you're helping people. And why wouldn't you be passionate about that? So that and being comfortable being on this little thing for eight hours a day, I think might be worth a mention. <laughs> that is a great point. And great points all around. I think all of the emphasis on authenticity, that was an amazing interview question. I may steal a version of that in the future because I thought that was such a smart way of capturing interpersonal interaction, which sometimes can be a little bit difficult to measure in an interview. Um, so thank you all for sharing. And now I'd like to sort of segue into future predictions for health coaching. We at Your Coach, we're calling this the health coaching revolution. We think that this is an incredibly critical time for health coaches across industries and that they're going to become omnipresent with the help of people like us who truly believe in the efficacy of health coaching. So I know Carrie and Rachel, we talked a little earlier this year about predictions. So I would like to revisit those predictions and see if we could start with you, Rachel, um, have your 2022 predictions come true and do you have any 2023 predictions? predictions? Well, I have the honor of sitting with two people that have have furthered my prediction. So I said that coaches need to be part of and integrated into a clinical care team because we know what coaches can do. And Carrie, I love how you, you said that coaches can even elevate um, indicators to the clinical team of, hey, this may this may indicate there there needs to be attention to this and Molly the right just being the social psycho social support and having that person not feel alone and isolated and overwhelmed and how integral these these aspects are to the overall well-being and outcomes of these clinical programs I think maybe, right, coaching could have been discounted previously of, oh, it's a standalone thing and it doesn't really move outcomes. And we're actually seeing more and more that, yes, it does and dramatically so. And I love that, right? Not really more so adherence because that's, a, I think, a different thing. And there are programs for that, but retention and engagement in their own self-care and their own journey throughout, you know, whatever it is they're, they're being treated for. I love seeing that come true. And I love getting the opportunity to sit here with you both and hear your stories. It makes me very excited. Uh, for 2023 predictions, where can't we go? Again, I go back to my earlier response. The, the sky is the limit. If, if corporations and health plans and clinics recognize the efficacy of coaching and how much better we can treat humans as a whole person, there's nothing we can't do. I love that. Wow. Powerful statement. And I totally agree. Um, Carrie, would love to hear if your 2022 predictions came through and if you have any new ones for 2023. I'm feeling so inspired by uh, both Rachel and Molly in this discussion. I, and I, I love, Nicole, this um, health coaching revolution idea. I mean, this is, this is what's happening, really. And I think 
one of my predictions when we sat down prior was that we would see health coaching more and more integrated within medical practices. This is definitely being bared out. And I think both within digital health companies, startups, I mean, we're seeing this explosion of digital health companies for like every condition imaginable. And a lot of this is really patient driven because patients are demanding proactive care that's empowering to them. Uh, so that's definitely happening, I mean, everywhere, but also within more quote unquote traditional practices, hospital systems, private practices, health coaching is really, I'm seeing it more and more integrated into large academic medical centers. And I think that part of the reason for this is what my prediction for the next year and coming years is, and that's we're going to see a greater professionalization of health and wellness coaching. And what I mean by that is we're starting to see more and more research for health coaching. I mean, even um, a great organization, there is a um, health coaching institute within like a Harvard Medical School that's doing a lot of research on, it's, I think it's called the Institute of Coaching. So like there's all these organizations popping up that are doing like very serious research on health coaching outcomes. So hospital systems, physicians, traditional medical practices are really starting to take it seriously because there is this evidence base both on patient outcomes, but also on cost savings. So insurance companies are starting to take it more seriously. So I think we're just going to see this further and further integration, but also professionalization. And I think the certification, like the board certifications, I actually have even seen master's degrees popping up for health and wellness coaching, like all over the place. So, and, and I, I don't think like you have to have a master's degree to be a health and wellness coach, but I just think like it's kind of in the wild west in a way health and wellness coaching, there's been like a huge disparity in uh, experience and professionalism within health and wellness coaching. So I think we're starting to see more standards and a knowledge base. And this can only help with um, having us taken seriously, both the research side and the further professionalization. So the, these are my predictions. I love that. And it's something I totally agree that we are already seeing. And I, I too am excited to see how that continues to evolve over the next year, maybe a few years. Um, Molly, I know we didn't have the pleasure of speaking earlier this year, but um, I would love to hear what you foresee is the future of health coaching at Jasper Health or maybe within digital health at large in the, in the year ahead. Um, I would absolutely agree with everything that Rachel and Carrie just said. I think health coaching is, you know, our healthcare system is only becoming more complex and more difficult to navigate. And I think the role of a care coach is going to be expanding and expanding and expanding, especially as, like you said, Carrie, as more research comes out and more data comes out that really shows the value of coaching in terms of um, patient outcomes and quality of life and health uh, cost savings, excuse me. Um, I think it is starting to be taken a little bit more like seriously in the medical community as for so long, it was sort of um, like discounted as sort of this like holistic, like flowery thing. And now it really is this like profession that has proven to improve outcomes and, and drive cost savings. So um you know, I think health coaching is just ever expanding and will, 
I think health coaches will soon be playing a more active role in like your standard clinical team versus being something you can like opt into or that patients can go out and find a health coach. I think the future is more like a health coach is just part of your clinical team when you are getting cancer care or, you know, any sort of different specialty. That's my prediction and and what I hope to see personally. <laughs> I was going to say my fingers are crossed that all of these yeah. predictions come true in the year ahead. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for sharing and, and thanks to everyone for joining us today. Rachel, Carrie, Molly, you were incredibly insightful throughout the course of our conversations. I hope that for the health coaches who joined us today, you learned about new opportunities that are available that maybe you didn't totally know were around and learned about new organizations and how they're integrating health coaching. Um, and if there are representatives from other organizations, just hearing about the efficacy of health coaching, um, you all mentioned cost savings, but even grander than that, just the impact that it has on the individual preventative care. Um, so, so important. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't plug your coach and all the wonderful things that we are doing to support what we're calling health coachpreneurs or health coaches who are running these flexible businesses, pursuing opportunities um, with their own clients and maybe also with digital health organizations or on clinical care teams. Um, so here at Your Coach, we are the only operating system for behavior change powered by health coaches. And um, we're empowering those health coaches by being an end-to-end -end practice management platform Form, but also actually providing real client opportunities through our industry partnerships on the platform. So the more that you practice on our platform, the more you become eligible for these new client opportunities. Um, and if you're a company just like Jasper Health, NeuroHealth, or Fulfill, and you're looking to surround your existing product or service with health coaching, please don't hesitate to reach out. We help stand up or augment health coaching operations through some of those wonderful health coachpreneurs who are practicing on our platform. So thank you again for joining us today. Um, thank you to our speakers. You all were wonderful. And I'm so, so looking forward to staying in touch for the future. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure talking to you guys. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thanks. This was so much fun. And I think the work that your coach is doing is amazing. So absolutely. thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day, everyone.